We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. What we are very proud of now is that we penetrate the cabinets. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. We've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Monday, the fifth day of December, the year of our Lord, 2022. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams and Ned. Ned, how are you today? We'll start with you. Oh, fine, mate. I've actually, um, I had to take myself away from actually looking into things today because there's so much coming in and it was getting my head twisted. So I actually had to take two hours out and go, right, that's it. I'm burning out. It was I know the so feeling. much going on. I know the feeling. I, I know exactly how you feel. And I want to thank you uh, formally for uh, for the phone call the other day, checking on my health and my well-being. It was much appreciated. Well, you know, I, I needed a giggle. He called and, and I picked up the phone and he says, yeah, you haven't been around. And I said, yeah. He goes, now I know why. I can hear why. But uh, hey, we're we're back. Yeah, we're, we're back. Uh, I'm heavily medicated, but, but I'm here. <laughs> Excellent. Bruce, I was lost without today? you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, Bruce, how are you today? Uh, healthy and alive. Um, still, as you can tell, a little, little congested, but, uh, I'm not heavily medicated. Um, uh, th that would probably result in me being asleep right now. Uh, if, if that were the case. So, well, yeah, this one do doesn't it. have the, uh, the stuff in it that makes you drowsy. This is the one that allows you to push through like a meeting for a couple of hours. And then, oh, believe me, I'll go to feeling like crap here in about an hour. So, you know, we'll get through this as uh, quickly as possible. But, uh, anyway, all right, Ned, what do you got? Uh, it's been a long week, and we've been absent most of the week prior to uh, yesterday or Friday, for the listeners' sake that are listening to this on Monday. We had a great conversation with Marty. Uh, he forgot his notebook this week. I'm hoping you didn't do that. Me? Oh, yeah. I've always got scraps of paper, bits of notes, and all sorts of stuff going on. So I have to now. It's just, I don't know. I'm going to have to get a personal assistant. It's too much going on. And it's just, I, know how you I, feel. I don't know what to say. I know how you feel. But yeah. Where would um, you like to start? I don't know. Give me a country. <laughs> uh, all right, let's start with Canada. Oh, Canada. Canada, Canada. Oh, yeah. Remember the last time um, I think I spoke about Canada? That was to um, highlight the point of um, Canada's College of Physicians and Surgeons, remember? The CPSO, who were advising that they should treat vaccine hesitancy, I think the word was. Uh, with psychotherapy and drugs. So basically they said it's got to be treated as a mental illness. And I really wondered now, if you're going to do a formal paper on that and you've headlined it in a specific way, and that must lead to something. So you obviously put your feelers out and off you go. And you want to see what's happening in Canada. Well, I did find something and you might be amused with this because um, did you know Canada had a eugenics program going? Um, I'm pretty sure that most Western nations have eugenics programs going. And as a matter of fact, I think any country with a jab now that, that's been promoting it is a, <laughs> so, is a eugenics program. So, so, Well, for those people that um, might not know what eugenics is, I mean, it's it, it's been going on for a long time. The idea of eugenics has been going on for a, a serious long time. It was even back decades where they used to say, you know, if you think you've got a 
a family trait you don't like and you know if you've had a psychopath in there and you think it's hereditary and that you can come along to these eugenics camps and we'll sterilize you and you that means you don't have to pass on that horrible gene or whatever and it started from there and expanded from there and really it was the beginning of controlling what mother nature just slowly does you know they, they, they just want to totally mess around well since 2016 canada's got one and it's called the medical assistance in dying right made for short m-a-i-d isn't that nice yeah right basically it's euthanasia and it's freely advertised there's companies out there and i got some wonderful videos have you seen a film called soylent green um yeah who was that actor who did ben hur what was his charlton heston yeah there's a and edward g robinson i think was in it as well yes he was like the old man and um younger man and it was like um, one of those dystopian futures yeah and basically it was called soylent green because when there was riots and things you had things like dust trucks come along and they had big scoops and they used to just pick the people up and shove them in the back and that's it. And it went off and that sort of thing. And Soylent Green was a biscuit sort of thing that was made as the, um, what you could think of the future protein food. You know, Bill Gates must have seen this. He must have got some bloody ideas from it. It's horrible git. But um, so Soylent Green was the food. And it, the, and it went through the film. And basically, the old man eventually had had enough and he wanted to go and die. And he went along to this nice room and they showed a film of very similar to this sort of video that these companies are giving out. And it's like uh, a female voice and video shorts. And uh, she says things like, um, uh, last breaths are sacred. Um, when I imagine my final days, I see bubbles, ocean, music. I Even now actually, as I seek help, end I actually my have life. That. <laughs> yeah, I actually have that video. Would you like for me to play it? Which it, It's awesome. Yeah, put it up there because that is an advert. And I then I will get to the point that I was trying to do. But it is an awesome thing if you've got it. It is such a piece of work. You know what I mean? It is just the work. It really is. Is this the, okay, so we're, we're clear. Is this the, the, the assisted suicide thing? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Just just so we're clear, right? I I, I wanted to make sure that I had the. Uh, See, the, Bruce the has right... checked it. Made. Yeah. Yeah. M-A-I-D, yeah. I wanted to make sure it I is. had the had the right one. Medical assistance in dying. I don't know if you'll uh, bring this up in your uh, talking about this. They also have ads that they're pushing for kids. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll I'll get there. It's just mm. it's a horrible yeah, whole yeah. system. A, is horrible. Yeah. This is from a clothing retailer named Simmons in Canada. Uh, and they're they're pushing suicide as a way to market their products. <laughs> Last breaths are sacred. When I imagine my final days, I see bubbles. I see the ocean. I see music. Even now, as I seek help to end my life, there is still so much beauty. You just have to be brave enough to see it. Yes, all is beauty, is it not? <laughs> That's disgusting, is what that is. Yeah, yeah, I know. If all so is beauty, why are you trying to end your life? Oh, and it, no. Well, the thing is, so this enables people the choice to end their life. Yeah. Now, there's some numbers out here. In 2021, 10,000 plus people did such a thing. Yeah. 
And this is up by 32% of the previous year. Yeah, I read yesterday they're actually, like Canada is actually doing the medically assisted suicides. They're doing up to 27 per day now. Yeah, it's like 3.3% of their population. Wow. I mean, we're, we're, we're talking lots. Now, obviously, there are other countries. I mean, I only used to know about like, Switzerland and Belgium used to do this sort of thing, didn't they? And that was the medically assisted thing. Yeah. The scary thing is, right? Oh, did I? I didn't realize. Yeah. As a matter of fact, well, no, was it was it the Swiss? I want to say it was the Swiss, or maybe it It was was the Swiss. Yeah, Uh, the Swiss were doing it. Yeah, yeah, I know that they've been doing it, but it's one of those two countries. They started doing the pods. (laughs) They're marketing the the suicide pods now. But this is the one thing I. I mean, going off on a tangent here, the one thing I didn't understand, especially if. I mean, I've had someone within my family that um, uh, had diabetes, had, um, uh, so that was affecting it. And then they had, because of diabetes, um, it was affecting their bones in their foot or something like that. So the problem was you needed antibiotics to do something, which was offsetting the diabetes and whatever, and the kidneys were failing. So they needed um, three uh what it's called it, but a chain reaction, a cascade effect, yeah. Yeah, they would, no, when you get your blood cleaned, uh, it, right. um, uh, dialysis. I can't remember. It's dialysis, three times a week sort of thing, yeah. And eventually, too much strain on the system. And obviously, one year, um, that person ended up in a, a emergency, yeah, because of heart failure sort of thing. But, and the following year, because it's going through this, openly in front of that person, which really maybe wound up, they actually, doctors discussed whether they would, um, what they call it when they bring you back round again. Resuscitate. Resuscitate. So in front of the person, they said, do you think we should resuscitate this person if they do the same thing they did before? Now, doctors are openly talking about whether they should or whether they shouldn't, and they tell you, well, you can't decide whether this person dies, and then they discuss whether they should let them die. I mean, it's become a really, I'd say, a hypocrisy oath, not a Hippocratic oath. A hypocrisy oath, and then they get assisted dying, and the, and they get the papers to make such a big thing about it when someone's so fed up medically, you know, or they've got somebody who's physically all they are a head on a pillow or something like that, and they've had enough and they've been like that for a, a decade, and they say, no, you can't do that. That's ending a life. Yet they choose whether they should or should not when somebody wants to live, and this is the mess it is. And now they're doing this, and it's a tool like everything, to be used or abused. Uh, the thing is, they've got people in Canada called personal ethicists, right? So they talk about ethics to the individual, or they've had parents reporting back that have got either uh, a child with a mental illness or a Down syndrome and stuff like that, and they're literally going to them and going, um, this is going to be, your hospital bill is $1,500 a day or something. Don't you think it would be sort of uh, preferential if we just ended the life? the child and stuff like that and you're giving it whoa 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 hang about and there's all sorts of backlashes going on and reports going on about it and this is where we were talking about earlier on about you know the trans thing and where's it going and why they allowing minors to do this and the abuse is going on well canada's pediatric society is a quote for you if the child is mature enough to make the choice it's okay and they were talking about mature minors now this gap where they're trying to officially make it where children of 12 or 13 can make a choice about their gender and now they're making a choice they can make the choice whether they want to live or not Uh, this is just damn right disgusting and to follow up 
at what I talked about, vaccine hesitancy should be treated as a mental illness. In March 2023, guess what they're trying to push through uh, in in the federal laws concerning this eugenics and euthanasia? Mental uh, to, illness should be added to the allotted list. I was getting ready to say they're going to add mental illness to the uh, to the thing, yeah. So mental illness is now a choice. A choice is a mental illness. If you choose not to have the vaccine, you must be mentally ill. Therefore, oh, why don't you just um, end the life? I mean, the whole thing, you, you couldn't write this book, could you? I mean, it's a horrible mess. We were saying, uh, we were saying this stuff was coming back uh, when uh, Obamacare was being argued for, uh, you know, a decade ago. So my uh, the the circle that I, you know, like the the Christian circles and whatnot, we were pointing out these kind of things that this is what's going to come. We're going to have these courts that are basically like death councils or death courts or whatever the eugenics hell they call courts. them. <laughs> eugenics and, courts. Well, yeah. Now now it's in this case it's eugenics courts, but. Basically, it's going to be you're going to be in the hospital bed and they're going to say, well, look, um, uh, we can save this person's life, but they're not going to have an enjoyable life. So let's just kill them. You, you can imagine it. The doctor walks in with the insurance rep saying, you say their insurance has run out? They can no longer afford the bed? Oh, well, there you go. Well, that's called, as Gates Why? said, well, that's called the death panel, and we can't have that conversation. That's what it is, death panel. That's that's yeah. the phrasing uh, I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's, I'll tell you what, it's horrible. It's disgusting. And when you can have, like, the Pediatric Society saying that a mature minor, if they can make the choice, they should be allowed. Are you kidding me? They've just started life. They haven't even got to the point of enjoying life. They don't even know who they are. They don't know. Oh, come on. I mean, that is just, that's that's well out of order. It's wrong. People need to get on that case. There's there's no they such really thing do. as a mature minor. That, that's, part of, that's part of what makes a minor Correct. a minor. Well done. Yes. There's, they, they're going through puberty. They haven't got out the other side of it. They haven't even reached maturity. Spot on. Yeah, well, well I'm glad even you said even that. in Western society, we say when uh, an adult and is an adult, like here in the U.S., it's 18. That's not no no. I mean, even scientifically, you're not even fully an adult yet. You're not fully developed mentally yet until 21 to 25, somewhere in that Actually, range. Bruce, Bruce, I think if you go down the what they know about the brain stuff like that your brain doesn't actually reach maturity full maturity till your best part of the end of the 20s to 30 i think actually yep. the formation and they reckon where it's uh, that's probably why things start to decline afterwards well <laughs> this has been 30, my argument as to why i think we need to raise a voting age to 35 that's a bit controversial but i mean <sighs> the voting age to 35 yeah yeah here in the U.S., that's the same age you have to be to run for president. So, so, so I yeah. was going to say, what age do you have to have a representative at? Not straight out of university, please. Um, uh, you have uh, to as be far twenty-one as reps, I don't... in Congress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you can't senators, vote, I, then shouldn't... yeah, senators. I think you have to be a little. Uh, no, no. You, you, I think no, you still. I think, I think still uh, twenty-one yeah. in Senate. Yeah, but U.S. president, you have to be thirty-five years of age. I was going to say you have to find a, a, a balance there. If you've got a voting age, then you've got somebody representing the voters who's younger than them. It's it's a bit of a funny. Yeah, and they're talking about dragging the voting age down to nine. Oh, Biden's that hard up that he needs he's he's shipped everybody so, in. Yeah. And yeah. going for someone else. Yeah, so, well, Senate is thirty. Years so old. he's he's going to be out there handing lollipops out to kids with 
you know, and stuff like that now, is he or what? Oh, boy. Did you see him in Nantucket the other day? <laughs> no. You didn't see I that. I don't like watching oh, that man. He, oh, he's goodness. Just a f- it, was, uh, it was Creepville, I'm, I'm telling you. Uh, hold on just a second. I'll get the photo, but go on. C- continue on with your uh, uh, your analysis there. <laughs> lollipop man, two scoops lollipop. No, I just have got no time for him at all. I could go and, I mean, there's lots of things going on. Um, Here you go. The Oh, that's scary. That is scary. That's an actual photo. That's not Photoshop. That's not a, a meme or something. That's an actual, like that happened. Uh, that, is, that, that is scary. And actually that is... That is possibly, if if you think about all this, um, if that were anybody else, you'd think that was criminal. Well, you'd be out there giving it, dragging them away from your window, yeah, and kicking them off your plot, and you'd be sorting the bugger out. It just does not happen. To be fair, that looks like a uh, a door, the window. It's a window. No, it's a window. I don't care whether it's a door or a window. Okay, but when you're actually looking in, you go to someone's door, you ring the bell, you stand back. You knock the knocker, you stand back, you await. You don't peer through a window like, yeah, yeah. sorry. That is just, I mean, that's, yeah, no, don't. But that actually, that actually is a foreshadow of what's coming though, isn't it? Yes. It, it's it, the, the yeah. twisted society where it's going and where they want people and everything else. They they want to strip um, communities, any social standing, any cement that's within the structure of a nuclear family they just want to break it all up and that is the only stable thing that's out there because yeah i will always harp on harp back to what those bright kids said no matter who you are or what you identify with you came from a binary coupling and that is it be thankful to that and if you'd like to you're going to need to do it yourself you know binary standard this is what i don't understand the scholarly ideas of well that woman identifies as a man then got pregnant and gave birth so that's a man being able to give birth to a baby what a load of tosh sorry that is just so what i say happens i mean politically if you look at trudeau whatever he, he he's in the same package that narcissistic or whatever oh, i terrible. say is just happening he's terrible i mean it's it's it is no it's not that means you're not beholden to anything that means you can say do what you want and everybody should follow no matter how much damage it causes no sorry bog off not interested but um oh talking about responsibilities did you hear about australia I have something on Australia. But I don't know. I don't know if it's the same as what you've got. Well, you first, but... and if it's if it, you okay. first, and if not, All right. I'll add this to. Somebody it. sent me this today, and I, I I found it rather interesting. A new study uh, out of Australia. Excuse me. The Aussies will actually be upset with me if I don't get this correct. A study out of Western Australia. The, the ones on the Australia, east, yes. yeah, the ones on the eastern part. They really don't like it when you refer to that as Australia. They say that that's just full of. Well, I'm not going to mention, but a new study claims that unvaccinated people are now to blame for vaccine side effects of the vaccinated. It is. uh, okay. Yeah, it is. uh, Who is this guy? Uh, Raymond D. Palmer is a medical doctor from Australia, excuse me, Western Australia, and the author of a new study. This includes three pages of text in which he claims that the opponents of vaccination, quote, would trigger stress in vaccinated people through their campaigns. This is the cause of the classic vaccine side effects for vaccination damage, and in extreme cases, even death. 
Oh, that's nice. Oh. You see, if it wasn't, yep. he makes the claim here, if it wasn't for the unvaccinated, you wouldn't have casualties in the vaccinated. All right. Okay. And why have we got casualties in the unvaccinated? Because we must be immune to stress. We so we're be, immune yeah. to stress because we're, we're we're unvaccinated. We're immune to stress. We just cause stress and everything else. Not well, that. Um, hold on, I got to tell you we the were, title. Hang on, I got to tell you the title of the paper first because you're gonna you're gonna love the title of the paper. It's entitled mm. "COVID nineteen vaccines and the misinterpretation of perceived side effects." What? So hang on, we're quite robust if you think about it. I say we because yes, I am unvaccinated. Anybody can say what they wish. I don't care. Right. That was my choice. Um, but so we must be quite robust because if we don't suffer from stress, because we can't suffer from stress, whether we were vilified for this, that or whatever, we were put down worse than animals. We weren't, let's say, jobs, people lost their jobs, you know, everything else, families, you fell out with families probably because you're unvaccinated because everybody wanted to follow the government line. So Masses and masses of pressure was weighed upon us and we're still alive. And because we're still alive, we're killing the vaccinated. Oh, my God. Really? So maybe what he's really saying is you shouldn't have got vaccinated in the first place and you'd still be alive. And you much, would be, yeah. you'd be stressed. You'd be stress free. And, you know, you could then walk up to somebody and say things and they'd die of stress. Just make sure it's a vaccinated person. Yes. Now, he, he offers a couple of examples here. He says, for those that have a heart attack after vaccination, he says, this is the reason. He says, the psychological stress that opponents of the vaccine trigger through campaigns and expressing their opinions is what causes that, you see. It's uh, a cardiac re reaction. Yes, exactly that. Uh, he says, the smell and taste disorders... <laughs> are a result of, uh, as a result of vaccination, should also result from vascular narrowing caused by stress. You see, so when somebody loses their, their taste and smell because of a vaccine, oh, right, that's, okay. that's because of their, you know, somebody else uh, pointing it out that, yeah. <laughs> he went on to say... <laughs> he's a stand-up comedian. Yeah, yeah he's, yeah, he's something else. Uh, data presented... Does Palmer, does D Palmer mean sleight of hand or something? <laughs> it must, yeah. <laughs> uh, he said uh, the data presented here uh, raised the interesting question of whether the scaremongering about the vaccinations trigger many of the perceived side effects by exposing people at risk to unnecessary stress. Uh, oh, he concludes... Right. So he, he concludes... He says, this little consideration is not exhaustive, but comes to the conclusion that it's very likely that many reports of negative reactions to recent vaccinations with vascular narrowing are related to stress-induced ischemia and cardiovascular diseases. Uh, he's just full of shit. He's full of something. I, Somebody I wants to have start him, uh, with that, a roll yeah. of toilet paper and tell him to wipe his mouth. He's just so full of it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, his, uh, his thesis also keys on these aspects. Uh, he lays out a plan for governments to take the opportunity to counter the claims <laughs> of the harmful vaccine side effects. So, I mean, All right. Shall I, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll, shall I add how harmful this vaccine is going to be to doctors? You go right ahead. <laughs> right. All those doctors and health staff and health carers in Australia the Australian government has released that you are not covered by government indemnity. None of you. So basically, if you were administering vaccines and something happened or you were helping out, you were not covered by government indemnity in Australia. The government did not put it in place. Health professionals. It was never created. It was inferred, but never done. 
and there was a government indemnity scheme. So they've covered their ass. You guys be sued. You're out there to be got. And that is the truth. Now, this is this was Morrison's government, wasn't it? That's his name, wasn't it? Morrison? Well, Scott now, Morrison, yeah, was the PM at the time. Do you know, you know what led me down that path? Because they started to come out and they started to come out and saying that now they say informed consent should be obtained before administering a vaccine. And I was giving it, uh, why is that? So you backtrack it and you find out that there's no indemnity for healthcare people or anybody that's given a vaccine out. That's doctors, medical staff, everything. So, guys, I would look into that if I was you before you go and administer a vaccine again in the name of your government because they've shafted you. Okay? That sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it sounds good. That's typical, I would say, of that Morrison government. Yeah, totally well, unfortunately, inferred. yeah, unfortunately, oh. see, Scott Morrison's not there any longer, but uh, the poor people of Victoria uh, have to put up with uh, with Dan Andrews for just a little bit longer. Uh, you see, he was reelected for a historic, a historic third term. Uh, this third term. is Channel 7 News out of Victoria, or excuse me, out of Melbourne, uh, talking about the, uh, the, the historic victory that he had. 7 News is projecting that Premier Daniel Andrews has been re-elected for an historic third term and most likely in majority government. Most so likely. the most locked down place in the world outside of China, okay, by a guy who has personal deals that has enriched himself through China, is absolutely hated by the people in Victoria, and he gets reelected for a historic third term, and he gets a majority government on top of it? Do you really believe that? Do you really believe that? Well, Let's let Dan Andrews explain why he was reelected to that historic oh. third term. This is why he was reelected. Listen, listen. I went and got vaccinated because vaccines work. <laughs> because as a community, we were not, as some would say, divided. We were instead united in our faith in science. You see, it's because he went science. and got vaccinated. Yeah, it's science. He Because science. he went and got vaccinated, he right. was able okay. to get reelected yeah. as the premier of Victoria. Bruce, you, you look uh, you look very distraught. You're over there rubbing the, the, the bridge of your nose there with your uh, your fingers. What's mm. going on? Uh, I, I'm just the the cosmic level of injustice here. Uh, and and th by this, I mean, we have innocent people. We have people of young age that have just barely started their lives that are just dying because they were forced to take the vaccine. Uh, these politicians supposedly took the same vaccine. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm beat their populations I, down for uh, so over a year and then get reelected like that. I don't buy that. I, I don't seriously. Well, that I, is, I don't uh, that, that actually is, um, an indictment on the control factor of the global society, and it really yes. is. Yeah, it yeah. certainly is. Yeah, but yeah. who did they? Who did they just um, team up with on a footing? Was it Japan? Uh, the uh, yeah, Australia just did a uh, security pact with uh, with Japan. Yes, well, it's quite interesting because um, and with the US the with the sub deal. Twenty fifth of November. Um, there's um in Japan. There's a a platform called Odyssey. Yeah, which you can only get in Japan. Uh, they videoed um, a press conference there between... Um, Odyssey, the video platform, Odyssey? I think it's Odyssey. O -D -O -D -Y -S -E. You can get Odyssey here. Yeah, you can get Odyssey You can get it here. there, can you? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I had I had to go around a convoluted way to find it. Interesting, because they um um, because I wanted to have a look because there was a press conference going out there for bereaved families uh to provide advice to the vaccine injured people. Yeah, examination and consultation with doctors, litigation support for those that have been discriminated against due to vaccines, and support class action suits, vaccine injured, la 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 la, and so on. Right. So basically, um, they thought they'd get some people there and they had they did have a quite a few um people and they kicked off i mean you know how stable and honorific the japanese can be well i'm sorry but um this these uh parents and adults that had lost their partners and that they actually said through microphone to the um health people saying you've literally killed our people off you know and there's people here that have lost their partners. This is it. Um, we would like you to see you take the vaccine and see what happens to you. And this is Japanese, and this is rare, and they were really unhappy. Yeah, and they actually, there was um, uh, a, a chap there called... Um, chap? That's very British, isn't it? A chap there called Dr. Masanori Fukushima. Now, he's done years and years in biomedical research, translational medicine. He's written hundreds of papers, and he's been in there uh, to do with the reform of Japan's medical uh, care system for, what, at least three decades. So he's well-read, well-whatever, and he had <laughs> he'd, he'd put this document together, and you should he weighed into the health uh, committee there, and literally he had plenty to say. He talked about um, uh, the vaccine being misconceived, um, basically, before the China gave their guidelines, as in in quotes, sorry, people can't see that. Was that your um, Neil Ferguson they, impression? Was that <laughs> the, your, your guidelines? Are? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Do you like it? I and, do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you need the Imperial so, College of London backdrop, though, before you say that. Yeah. Oh, I just, I'd rather have um, Orion's belt behind me and the stars, actually. You know, that's I mean? true. I'll make more that's sense that does out of them. Does look better. But, um, yeah, he was basically saying their uh, medical assistants had moved forward, they were getting results, whatever. Chinese guidelines came in, and then it was stopped to everything. The vaccine was total, yeah? People with no medical acumen were pushing the vaccines, papers coming out, magazines coming out, and he went, there's a list of abuse, human rights abuse, no choice. There's been so many cardiovascular events, there's negative side effects, total disregard science and medicine the people who voiced everything were said to be scholars there's not one scholastic you know grain in their body man this guy i mean and for the japanese this was like really having a go this was really having a dig to the point where you know he's he's literally saying this is basically drug harm because in previous years they, i mean japan knows what drug harm is because the they went through it with their youngsters after the war and everything they've they've been there and he's giving it and you're letting us go through it you know and he, he he went on to say everything that we've all been saying about autopsies need to be doing anything that's like um an unnecessary count due to your immunity deficiencies which could possibly do it Everything needs to be everything needs to be thoroughly checked now, and he just weighed into them. And on top of that, you had all the parents, you had the loved ones having a go, and everything. It was quite something to behold. And you've got Australia, one thing doing that. I would like to see something come out of it because hopefully that will put the Japanese on a a better footing. I don't know. We've had people shouting all countries, and nothing's come out of it. 
but someone's shouting there. Someone's having a right go, and I don't think they're going to let go some of them, and they've got to start, hopefully. I want to put it out there because so many people in the world have got to that great point where they don't want to start something, so they'll just put up with it. But look out there. There are people. Hopefully, there'll be an outcry from the medical side in Australia about that indemnity problem. That is one thing that can do a massive change when they find out that they could get thrown to the wolves. Hopefully, people are listening. It triggers something out there. Hopefully, the Japanese follow that through. The people will start standing up because they can make a change. Whatever's going on in China, I don't know. That is one place I haven't been looking at, thankfully. We can actually talk moment. about that. I was actually, I'm glad you brought that up. I was literally just thinking about that when you said something about Japan because they're protesting in Japan because of China. As in, like, they're out in front of the uh, the Chinese embassies and, and things like that uh, to protest of what's going on in China. Have you been at least watching what's going on there? Oh, I've, I've every now and then, if I flick on something, I just see, you see, I don't know. The thing is, China's a bit of a strange beast. I don't know what's engineered and what's not engineered. And I would rather give it a bit of time to actually see if it's, it's going to be a Tiananmen Square and all of a sudden lockdown, shutdown. That's it. You've had your playtime. It's over. Don't yeah. Know. Yeah. I I mean, we've been watching it for the better part of a week, even though I've been down kind of ill and things. I've, I've been paying close attention to it. And to be fair, you know, I have my own opinion on it and you're welcome to, to disagree or, or give another take or whatever, but I'll just give you my take. I believe that what's going on over there is staged and I believe it's done on purpose. Now, is that to say that there are not legitimate protesters? No, I believe that there are plenty of legitimate protesters. But at the same time, this also gives Xi, who has been reelected as dictator for life, he's now the, <laughs> the next um, uh, Mao Zedong, if you will, is in like the position yeah. that he will be Forever. in. He is, yeah, he is the, he's in there for, for life, just like Mao was. He was the last one to be in there that long. And so he is now in the process, if you noticed, at his coronation of the, uh, the, the um, uh, what was it, uh, the coronation of the, uh, the party, right? When everybody was on lockdown, he had Hu Jintao pulled, which is his predecessor, pulled out. And then, of course, his right-hand man was taken out shortly after that due to health concerns, you see. It was due to health concerns. This Emperor Xing. This, yeah. His Excellency, as Klaus Schwab calls him. <laughs> uh, but th this gives Xi an opportunity to crack down domestically and weed out all of his potential opposition. It allows him to so do So bring that. him to the fore. Exactly. Then we'll come out, shout, exactly. then weed exactly. them out. So yeah. you let the population jump up a little bit and, and cause a little bit of ruckus or whatever. You throw in some of your own uh, infiltrators, start this white paper revolution, and then you see who within the cadre, and I'm talking about the ones that are at the local levels, you know, the little councils there, because that's how they used to run the Soviet Union. They took their model in China and off of how they did the Soviet Union. Exactly. And they've already got quarantine camps, <clears throat> quarantine camps, I'm doing the, the air yeah. quotes, quarantine camps. Those are concentration camps set up to handle it. I, I believe the one in Guangzhou is set up to handle 250,000 people. And all the people that are attending the protests, all of their QR codes are turning red. And yeah, they're being hauled off to parts unknown. So that's my take on it. I, again, I, I, I welcome well, it's any. It's another way uh, to, I mean, if, if you put it one way, right, he's going to, you can guarantee that the one ambition he's got in life is to, how much was it? Mao Zedong must have got rid of 100 million. So I reckon he'll have a bigger score than that one by a long stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, their population has gotten to, uh, they're about to cross 1.5 billion now. So 
yeah, they've they got a lot. And oh yeah, what's a few hundred million just to exactly. ease it? Exactly. Well, if they if they call up a hundred million or, or fifty million or, or five hundred million to serve in whatever war that they decide to start, if they're going to go to war with Taiwan or something, I mean, there's another way for them to uh, to handle that problem as well. But uh, more than that, China hit a demographics wall a few years ago. Uh, they're they're in some serious trouble because of the uh, the one child policy that they adopted with these uh, these mm, Western power yeah. brokers in order to to be built up financially and economically. That was part of the deal. You take on the one China the one China. I always get that confused. You take on the one child policy, we will build you up, and that's what they did. And it's been detrimental to them. It's it's been horrible for their demographics. Their demographics are I want to say it's something like twenty five to one. As in like 25 men to, to one woman or something. I mean, it's bad. It's really bad. The, you know, you've got uh, China wow. that are on the demographic shopping block. The Japanese, I think, have the second worst. The Germans who dies, are pretty bad. Who, die, who, dies in, who dies in a conflict or a war more than women? Hang on, blokes. Yeah, of Let's course. Sort that out. Of course. So if there's a giant war, it works in their favor. Oh, yeah. Any organized proxy what agenda, it doesn't really matter, does it? But yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anything else positive coming out? Yeah, some of it. I don't know. I mean, if you look up, <laughs> I don't know. I I, I I don't know. We we spoke about um, Switzerland briefly on the eugenic side. They've got that going. Uh, in Switzerland, I know um, I was trying to follow a case from the 14th of November. It was a criminal against, against Swiss medic. That's like those who gave out the vaccine. Yeah. And uh-huh. basically, um, a court order was issued because for four months, four months, the um, public prosecutor sidestepped, ignored everything. So there's a lawyer out there called Philip Cruz. Yeah. If you want to check him out, you'd have to put two P's on the end of his name. By the way, Philip. And he, he's gone public. He's demanding criminal proceedings, immediate suspension of the MNRA vaccines. Um, what was the other two things he actually put in his writ was a prompt of truthful information uh, concerning the MRO vaccines, enforcement of recording side effects, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because basically knowledge has been put out there and it's like Switzerland has always been a, a very balanced country because it's always been landlocked and they keep an eye on their populations and that. And they've actually had a 10% drop in birth rates already. And that is like unprecedented in a hundred years. And that is their eye opener. And they're giving it, whoa, hang on a second. What's going on here? And obviously um, they start to look into things. And what's the other thing they did? They, they've been checking on um, sperm counts and things like that. And apparently that's got an average of down by 20 to 25% down. This is affecting birth rates, everything. And Switzerland are finding their own problems now, which personally, yeah, all that means is is that basically there'll be more room for Klaus Schwab's parties to have even more villas out in Switzerland. And if well, they're moving a, from Ukraine, that's a, yeah, that's a shame that uh, that they're going to have more room. That's just what they don't need. I, I saw something interesting out of uh, out of Switzerland. You know, there's an energy crisis that's going on in uh, it, it's in Switzerland too. You know, it's a big energy crisis down there because like ninety percent of their yeah ninety percent of their electricity comes from uh, from nuclear. Just like the French, more than sixty percent of their energy comes from All nuclear. Of a and they say, well, 
we're going to have uh, rolling blackouts across uh, across the uh, all of a sudden. Is, yeah, all of a sudden, it's just it's N- nuclear is, is is gone from the stable so supply to the yeah, it's so most unreliable yeah. thing. Out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just can't trust it, right? You just can't trust it. Well, the Swiss have said that. Um, well, you see, they're going to uh, implement uh, some drastic steps, uh, a four stage program. <laughs> To provide drastic. relief, yeah, drastic. It's it, drastic steps. Well, to minimize the risks of uh, of power outages, because they say that fears are growing uh, across many uh, many regions down there, and and people are concerned, right? Because you're you're going to lose power. There's going to be rolling blackouts, and and you just don't know what you're going to do. So they've decided that essential areas such as medical care and the supply of water and energy will be left out of the regulation. So you see, those are going to be left out, even though nuclear is not going to be an option. That even though they say that energy will be left out of the regulation. It's still going to cause a blackout, you see. Uh, but here's one of the essential steps, right, that they're going to take. Now, I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but for owners of electric cars, right, they say that stricter regulations will apply in these cases. No electricity, you're not going to be able to charge your car. So this is what the government says that you're going to have to do. Uh, for ex- toy. Yeah, for example, yeah, that's a golf cart. That's all it is. For example, you will only be allowed to move your vehicle if it's an electric car, if it is an absolutely necessary journey. So it has to be an essential trip, like an essential trip. You can't leave your house unless it's an essential thing. You can't leave unless you're going to buy food, right? You remember that? Or you're going to go seek medical attention. Remember that? Yeah. Essential. Yeah. They say that given that there are just under 110,000 registered electric cars in Switzerland, I can't imagine they would be very beneficial driving up the side of an Alp for very long. Could you? No, in, in the dead cold, yeah, I, I don't think so. They say that this could cause some resentment amongst the, the electric car owner community. You know, it's cause a little bit of a problem. They might get upset. Uh, they say that, however, it must be emphasized that these regulations are for emergencies. So you see that you're going to have to hold off driving your electric car. Bruce, Bruce, you're laughing already. What, what are you laughing at? These people are going to be hurting down there. They can't drive their electric cars in these blackouts. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, laughing half, at half the... Heart. <laughs> well, well, I'm laughing at the four emergencies. You know that that's why they're doing it. Four emergencies yeah. that will never end. Yeah. Yes. That, that's what I'm well, laughing at. They, they well. say they say here they they go down a list here. I'm just going to do a couple of these. Level one. Okay. So level one. That's about little things. Okay. That's just small things. They say that's uh, the banning the use of uh, leaf blowers. Uh, you know the electric leaf blowers, and um, they're going to turn off seat heaters in the chair lifts, you know, unlike the ski lifts, you know, they're going to turn those off too. Uh, they say that friends of wellness temples will be angry about, uh, turned, they're going to have to turn off the saunas and the whirlpools, even the ones, you know, where they've got like the thermal ones, you know, you can have to turn those off too, unfortunately. Stage two, if it escalates, will follow. Okay. These are a little bit more noticeable. They say uh, escalators will be switched off in all areas, right? Streaming services will only be allowed to offer their services in standard definition. High definition will be out the window. No more. No more HD streaming. That won't be. That's going to make uh, a massive difference. That really is. Yes, is absolutely. You damn right it will. Gamers, right? You thought you're a gay. Yeah, you're going to. You're a gamer. You're going to be affected. Gamers in particular are going to be annoyed by the third stage. The use of home gaming, as in like consoles, PC gaming, that will be officially banned under a uh, under really? a level three. Yeah, it could be completely outlawed. So you can't move. Yeah, and you can't play. But yeah, and they also say that uh, under this Blu-ray players, as in like the Blu-ray DVD players, those are also classified under. Well, so things such they as, take more juice than 
normal yes. DVD players. Yeah, so the oh, okay. things like DVD yeah. players, those are going to have to be turned off as well. So It's got nothing to do with the disc. It's got to do with all the right. components within the right. DVD player. And then the level four is like electric cars and uh, appliances and, and you know things like that, things that are more taxing. So heating units and, and stuff like that. Who makes this list? People like we were discussing in prep. That's who makes this list. <laughs> the, the next question the listeners should be asking is, um, how are they going to regulate this? Exactly. Um, well, they'll have, have to take the gaming platforms down. Have you looked at what's going on or going on in China? That's what they're going to do to regulate it. Remember what Klaus Schwab said. Ned, did, were you here when I played the clip of Klaus Schwab? Would you like to hear what Klaus had to say on no, any state television? I do not want to save him for Martin. I have got no time for that git whatsoever. Are you sure? Are Fish you sure? Or otherwise. Because because it's very relevant to what we're sitting here discussing. And it it goes it goes to point it Is goes it a to long reason clip? here. Is it a long no, clip? not not too much. <laughs> Not too much. I know listening to him for more than 30 on. seconds is just painstaking and it's just god awful. Uh, <laughs> okay. But this was him. He was on Chinese state television, okay? And he was talking about where I, we I need to. He was praising Emperor Jing. Oh, he was praising. Yeah, you, you're going to hear. Okay. So this is what he was talking about as a model that we need to look up to in the West. On the G20, you were there meeting some of the leaders as well. Professor Schwab, what do you make of the result? Finally, they put something as a statement, and it seems quite positive with all the voices included. I think it's positive. It's uh, already positive through the fact that everybody agreed about the statement, which we haven't had the last years. Okay. Now, the base has been... Form, but um, we have to go one step further. We have to have a strategic mood. We have to construct the world of tomorrow. It's a systemic transformation of the world. So we have to define how the world should look like, which we want to come out of this transformation period. I uh, respect uh, China's achievements, which are tremendous over the last uh, over 40 years. I think it's um, a role model for many countries, but I think also uh, we should leave it to each country uh, to make its own decision what system it wants to adapt. Mm. And I think we should be very careful in imposing systems. But the Chinese model is certainly a very attractive model for uh, quite a number of countries. I, I'm still waiting to hear the sound of the gong and the hook to come out and pull this guy off the stage because I'm just sick of this. <laughs> Well, the two thing, two words that he said is construct. So if the, you construct something, that means he's going to destruct something first. He's going to break it down first. So that's what well, the transformation is. Well, they're doing a pretty damn good so job of that. We go through the transformation. That's The transformation is we're destroying everything so we can construct our own ideal dystopia from it because it is a dystopia. It won't be a utopia at all, no matter which way you look at it. It's not going to be nice. Well, for... It's not like this. This is this is the narcissistic twitch that you see in all these gits. They just talk about this, and yet they're living in. They'll ne they'll never have what the people have because they don't know how to trust. They don't know how to not jump at their own shadows. They're just horrible people, and that's the life they live. And they want to upset it for everybody else. 
they will never understand what they need to actually make it work. They're just disgusting. I know. I, I've got no time for him. He is a, a nasty piece of work. I mean, I can tell Bruce is very unhappy looking. Bruce, you you want to weigh in on that? Uh, actually, he about put me to sleep there. Um, yeah. Oh, no. he, I'm so tired of the the elite, the the specialist, the expert saying what we should do with our futures and what we shouldn't do with our futures. What happened to that drive of people wanting to, you know, chart their own course, uh, setting, you know, having a dream and then and, and then that, that's uh, where the human brilliance it. comes from they all go off they all have a choice that's why remember what we ended the last thing the choice equality gives you the choice and the chance to try and succeed that equity bollocks which they're all on about and they say which is gives everybody an equal outcome no that doesn't happen that that that, that lies just to perpetuate the downfall of your society it does not work yeah I haven't got billions. I do go for and understand the equality side of things where everybody gets a chance to see. But first of all, you've got to want to do it, not get given it, not think you deserve it for nothing because you're just in the mix of the chaos. And um, talk about chaos. I know you were talking about um, Switzerland and their energy problems. Yeah. And we we, we talked, uh, I think it was a few weeks ago about um, Europe was going to, the next way they're going to try and break Europe up is by this where governments start to subsidize the energy sectors and stuff like that. So you're going to have different countries um, with different amounts of money and equity, which they can actually put into their own system. All this capping and stuff is basically, it's just remove, it's just the movement of tax money. So basically they get the taxpayers' money to pay the energy firms, and then they put a cap on it. And like Germany, they they are going to put um, uh, a windfall tax on the energy firms, so they can now create. Because they said that this is going to be they're creating a two hundred billion aid program. Now this is going to piss other parts of Europe off. This is going to help to make cracks in it as well. As much as, but it's all part of this process to do it which really i mean so they, they're doing this so it reduces the cost of energy to home businesses and the like they say right and this is basically although it doesn't um i think they're acting from the first of january supplying it retroactively because they can't get the act through the parliament or whatever you've got until march so it obviously needs pushing and they're talking about I don't know. Is, is is twelve cents per kilowatt hour a good one, Johnny? In Germany, yeah, twelve cents per kilowatt hour is that a good is that a good level? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what they're proposing. But the one thing they're not changing is yeah. And this sort of really, when you start to really look into it, they are going to allow companies to resell their energy. Um. Okay. Like this. Yeah. Th this is so basically okay. they approach no that they, they but they only will allow them to resell their energy if they keep their business in germany right so don't leave and the country so basically you know one of those firms you were talking about and i had a look at was BAS basf basf yeah one of the they're, biggest they're firms literally talking there, about yeah. shutting down going to yeah. china yeah yes right now they stand to, now this is it. And Germany has said this one ruling because if BASF sell, resell their gas, energy, whatever, they stand to make 2.6 billion. But they have, even to that, 
that's only if they agree to keep production and jobs in Germany and they are still thinking of moving out. So basically, it's not where they're doing it for the people. Underhandedly, they're doing it in another way and the businesses can profit from it. It's a bit of a, I, I hate these double standard two tier things. Yeah. So you can have this, you can resell your energy. If there's an edgy energy crisis, how can you allow that by itself? It's taxpayers' money. I mean, so, I mean, it's another thing that people obviously probably all, all they get is, oh, well, yeah, we're going to give it like, you know, 12 cents per kilowatt hour, whatever. You'll be better off or whatever. And we're doing this. Well, but no, you're allowing companies. That's a lot of money. What could you do with 2.6 billion? A hell of a lot. The people anyway. I think I, I personally, um, no, no, as much no, as I like. No, no you, you're, you're forgetting. What could you do with 2.6 billion? It's clear what you could do that. You could send it to Zelensky. Zelensky. Oh yeah, that that hey, they're, they're juggling things again to make sure Ukraine is kept on the outside because you know, like um, we all of a sudden we had people crying out for why isn't there a peace settlement? This would make it better. Winter's coming or whatever. And what what did they do? Europe had an agreement with Ukraine, didn't they? Obviously, that that, that nuclear plant deniability bombing is still going on. I think they had an agreement with Europe about financial oversight. And now I think Ukraine, just to offset it so they're left alone, have um, created, twist a new law to protect Ukraine's financial system from Russia and Belarus, apparently, i.e. there's there's going to be no oversight of politicians and what's happening with the money. Well, they had to so do now something they've... after FTX collapsed. <laughs> exactly. What a wonderful little move. So you had that laundering system that was working, and now they've created a new law. The Zelensky's created another law to stop um, financial oversight. So that keeps Europe at bay, and he can still plead for everything else, and that proxy war can go on. I mean, it's just It just keeps that cycle going, yeah? So that's the latest thing, that one, which made me twitch i thought yeah saw that one coming you horrible little man there's two other things that are really making me twitch but um on an upside of you which i'm waiting to see i don't know whether you guys have been following um possible file releases from twitter you heard anything yes uh, as a matter of fact uh this is actually breaking i'm i'm glad you brought that up this is breaking uh elon musk is going to publish the reason that twitter suppressed the hunter biden laptop story starting today at 5 p.m eastern time so at time of recording that will be exactly one hour from now oh awesome so um yeah i've heard um there's files coming out that will be to do with the free speech suppression uh files on rules on what could be released during a pandemic covid misinformation and even down to any files relating to jeffrey epstein are gonna possibly be out there as well there's and there is one yeah that is yeah there is one nice side there is something positive that he's done because a lot of people um especially parents um uh, uh a lot of um mothers and female um groups were looking at sites which were to do with supposedly to do with trafficking and trial porn and that and apparently he shut a lot down he's actually gone boom and cleared them off cleared shut the accounts and everything which is a positive move which is nice 
it's a positive side of things. Let's see what comes out from it. So, I mean, I don't know whether I've got everything there, but um, with exactly what you said as well. So uh, it, it, that in itself is some something good. I don't know. It's, it's like everything. We've got to not make statements of whether uh, we're, we're for it or not. We've just got to put the information out there and then follow it and see where it goes. At the moment, that's looking good. And then we see what, what comes out of it. It's like uh, you talk about positive information. I mean, you go down that Julian Assange, uh, Julian Assange route. He's been vilified, whatever, over the times from Obama when they wanted it. And then that got shut down because it would have brought a lot of um, media and other people to light. And then you had um, Trump with the espionage route. He went down the espionage laws to get Lassange and whatever. And then since then, Biden and so forth. And now, because if it actually does go to courts and everything else like that, apparently there'd be several newspapers, several people, and um, it'd all come to light if they didn't bump him off, that is. And there's at least, apparently, five newspapers from various different countries sent a letter to your president. Is that right? About um, getting the, uh, <laughs> what should we say, um, dropping the charges, shall we call it that? So there was New York Times, why? The Guardian from UK. Uh, Just as bad. Uh, Le, Le Monde, De Spiegel, El Pay, all these, yeah, papers. These are all different countries. These are all horrible mainstream failing rags, is what they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're the ones that put a letter together to Biden to drop any charges against you because they're the ones, uh, they are uh, at least a few of them that are going to be brought to light because of whatever they've done. Well, and are you? The letter, the letter is sickening. Yeah. It says, here you go. Now, we know these papers have been part of all the mouthpieces of the people we do not like or nobody should like. And yet, um, it says, if we do not drop the charges, we'll be setting a dangerous precedent. Precedent, should I say, not president. Precedent. That's really bad English for me. Right. Um, it threatens to undermine the First Amendment and the freedom of the press. <laughs> we like to hold government's accountability as part of the core mission of a free press in a democracy, obtaining and disclosing sensitive information to the public in their interest. And you believe they had the audacity to send a letter like that? Um, no. I can't believe they had the audacity to send a letter like that because it's so unlike them. They don't know anything involving uh, the truth or or integrity or uh, or anything like exactly. that. So exactly. what gives? Well, because they don't want to be dragged through the dirt. So they can't. it's an ass covering contest. Isn't okay, it? we haven't we haven't delved uh, the, this whole Biden thing, and, and this is kind of what the the supposed congressional investigation by the Republicans is going to go nowhere, as far as I'm concerned, uh, or the Senate or whatever it is they think they're going to do. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, I'm wondering um, whether it's going to be a lot of hot air. Yeah, it's it's hot air because, quite frankly, you know, we talk about uh, misinformation and, and different things that are put out there to distract you. The Hunter Biden laptop that is not a distraction. That is not. Um, uh, something that is just uh, a talking point to steer you away. That is something that is actual treason and illegality on an international scale involving individuals within the United States governments and, and foreign governments uh, and foreign businesses. This is a big problem. Now, from what we've been able to look at thus far, looking at a forensic analysis of it, we haven't gotten... I, Bruce, I don't even think we got through even a, a quarter of it, did we? 
when we were just zipping down through it. There is so much. And and just just what we saw, we're like, my God, you could stack years on these people. I mean, yeah. I've put people away for years for less than that. For, personally, for, I personally, wish that I had that kind of, must be, you know. There must be laws to do with treason. And really, he should actually make headway into be the first president that actually gets hung. I, he's, he's horrible. I'm it's, sorry. It's bad. Like it. I what's mean, in he, that laptop he, uh, that he's, he's implicated in? It's it's bad. It like it's it's yeah, bad. I and he's. Well, I mean, personally, there has to be accountability. And if your House of Representatives and everything don't bring this accountability, well, I'm, I think that's going to be the end of the U.S. Here's here's the issue, right? So the House of Representatives, okay, right? We we know that we got people in there that are that are problems, right? We understand that the Senate. Mitch McConnell, really? We were discussing this, uh, I, what was it, last night or night before privately or something like that? Mitch McConnell, just to give you an idea, he's the, the Senate minority leader. What in the hell do you think you're ever going to get from him? His wife is a Chinese national. His in-laws, i.e. her parents, own six major shipping ports in China. He gets $25 million a year in royalties from that. Just on that, okay, how is he not registered just on that precedent alone as a foreign agent in America? And he's in the Senate? He's running the caucus in the Senate? By law, by some form of law, you know, like you you say, um, you, you can't represent this or you can't have anything to do with this case because you're too close to it? Yeah, it's conflict of interest. Told, should be recused, yeah. Yeah, conflict. And they, yeah, and that's what you should have. Conflict of interest, you're not here. Out you go. Bye. And that is that is what should be said. And that should be brought to the fore. And they should actually do this, like look at people and go, right, who's where are the conflicts of interest here due to America? Right. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. Oomph. It's got to be done. It's, you, I mean, you, you, you say the only way to clean house is clean house. Well, it's overdue. It is overdue. And America, if they're going to come out of this, have to do that in some way or another. Because lobbying, money, in an extreme case, it's got you to where you are. So I'm sorry. I'm get so uh, just just to clarify some things, you, you pointed out he should be tried for treason. Uh, according to the U.S. Constitution, to try a politician or anyone really for treason, this is, this is the requirements. Treason against the United States shall consist only in levying war against them or in adhering to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort. Ah! He's done um, that. He's brought everybody well, in. All of that is classified. All of that is is classified under under that with Joe Biden. But to that point, okay. So what what are you going to do? First of all, if you're going to try somebody like that, if you're going to try a president of the United States, no matter if it's Biden or or Trump or whatever, you're going to have to impeach them, right? Because this is our constitutional process. You impeach them. You get impeached in the House. You get tried in the Senate. Who's going to try this in the Senate? You're going to bring uh, John Roberts in there. He's compromised just as much. You're going to get a conviction out of him? Not going to happen. It's got to be done. It's got to I be understand done. it's got to be the done. House, I the House it's be done. has to make that move, and he needs to be impeached. I mean, he's open. But it'll die uh, in the Senate. Because like I said, you've got you've got a guy that's running the Republican caucus in the Senate who's, uh, it, he might as well, that guy's a traitor in and of himself, McConnell, taking money from I mean, the, the many, CCP. On how many different levels can he be impeached? There must be an endless amount. Well, if you go just by what's in the laptop, just from the financial things, right? That, that's all we've looked at thus far in, in the reports that are just in the financial dealings. 
in the in the Hunter Biden laptop. You could charge him with wire fraud, money uh, money laundering, just keep personal enrichment, him. like everything. Just see how many times you can impeach him. Just do it and do it and do it and keep going. And they cannot stop. That house has to keep moving and moving and moving because eventually somebody will break and things will move. And they've just got to have the backbone to keep doing it. Keep doing it because the public outcry in itself, if you can keep impeaching this bugger, something's got to happen. And just put that out there. They've got to break the media hold. That is the only way they can do it. They've got to break the media hold and put it out there. Get a daily advert from the Hunter Biden laptop. Season one, two, three, four, five, and on. Just get it out there because it's information. And <laughs> that's why that letter, that letter was just in the public, we disclosing sensitive information in the public interest. What a hypocritical load of bollocks. They haven't done any of that. They've, they've done the opposite. They've kept everything away from the public. And that is why the public, oh, there can't be anything going on. It's not out there. Get it out there. So the, uh, the the House can impeach. So he could get impeached because we supposedly Republicans do have control of the, the House. Mm -hmm. So you could impeach him and you could and impeach him, as you said, as many times as you want. Um, I actually, I would say impeach him per crime that he's done. Yeah. But then the Senate has control of, of doing any kind of uh, uh, follow up. Follow like they have the sole power to try all the impeachments so you can impeach him from the the house's standpoint and he's impeached but then the senate can choose to do we remove him do we try him for his crimes do you know they, they can choose further well, action. Just, let it, just let it continually go on just do one at a time just keep hammering because some a house should be able to decide to make that laptop information public and let the people decide because if public. you impeach him it is public huh? It is public. But, it, but is it being shown on open media? No. Well, that's two big different things. But we, we've just lived in two to three years of the information is out there. It's got to be put in front of their faces because they but won't look for it. Who's going to present the information? This is the problem. It's public. It's public in the sense of uh, well, it's publicly available. You can go and, and, and get to, it public. To an extent. But, it's not, just yeah. to be clear, the, the parts that are still under review by the uh, the people in the FBI. And I'm not talking about the higher up brass, right? They're corrupt, just horrible pieces of whatever. But the parts that are still under review by the FBI, those parts are not published because you cannot, without an investigative license, you cannot possess those because of the legal implications uh, that are on it. However, Sensitivity of it. Yes. However, uh, the other things that are on there, those are available. We just need to be clear. That's I had been to interject. We just need to be clear on that. I mean, technically, the in the case of the laptop, technically, all of that is publicly available. You just it don't want to be yes. caught with it. You just don't want to get caught. <laughs> because with it. yes, that's true. Some of the content on there is yeah. Oh you, yeah. You and Child I have pornography. Yes, you you and I have seen like the business dealings and and other things. We we've looked at the official forensic analysis of it, uh, and it's and how it's broken right. down, and, and it was really well done. Uh, but I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Um, uh, to talk over you there. Go ahead. No, you're good. Uh, so the, the the point I was getting at, though, is this is all public and we can, you know, this this could all be publicly done. Uh, the the impeachment, the trial, all of that. Let's say all of that goes through. It could be. But who's going to carry it? Who's going to show it on television? That's the thing is the mainstream medias. 
they're all in the bag. They're all carrying water for the Biden administration, and they will but continue this, to. They won't show this, any footage of those trials. But this, is, but this is it. This is it. The House has got to keep hammering away one step at a time, because no matter what, eventually somebody might go, you can use this platform. You might get a shift, but unless you try it, you will never know. And even if they publicly, this is what I don't get. They've got control of the house now, so they can get stuff out there. Accountability has to happen. And even if they vocally say and open the house, and the house should be allowed to be seen on media, correct? You can watch it on C-SPAN. So, so we, we do they, have, they can, you know. So they can, they can put it out there. They can put messages out there. If you want to see this, what's wrong with putting a billboard out there? That is a good use of your taxpayers' money, getting the truth out there. If you want to see this, put it out there. There are ways of doing it. They've just got to find the will to do it. That, that, is, that is the big problem. That is the massive stepping stone. Yeah. Because uh, it, is, it is possible. Uh, and I don't know. Um, it's, it's like there are people in other countries, even in South Africa, there's these lawyers are now stepping up to do stuff like there are those lawyers in Switzerland, that, that there are people stepping up after months and months of being vilified and put down and tried to keep silence. They're still hammering away at it. And that is the only way to do it. Just keep going. It's, it's like you say, the German people have been walking from day one. They've kept walking. They're and still that's walking. They're walking tonight. Done. They're walking yeah, tonight. Well, and, that's, and a thumbs up to them. Uh, and I actually go into one other place. In, well, two places. You so have, have a, yeah. How, how much time do you need? Well, a, a little bit, but not too much. Right. Because there's something that's, it is quite a worldwide wide thing. It's, it's gathering speed. Yeah. And this actually will have an effect and should have an effect on people. Have you guys heard about um, Baby Will in New Zealand? No. Right. There's a couple out there, yeah? Or have been for a while. Sam, he's the husband. Cole is the, the mother. So it's Sam and Cole, Savage Reese. Savage Reese hyphenated, right? So that's their two names, yeah? Right. Now, they're getting a lot of followers. They're getting a lot of people out there. The biggest problem is the mother gave birth to twin babies. Yep. One of them is stable, but the possibility of needing heart surgery. Yes. Now, the big thing is they approached the hospital and blood bank and everything. Yeah. And said, um, look, we would like if it's having surgery and if it needs and if you need a blood transfusion, the unvaccinated blood. And this is the big standpoint at the moment. And the blood bank, oh, this is unknown. This is well, this can't be done. And the government's been sent it off. And there's a hoo-ha saying, no, no, no. And they're holding off. And, they're, they're, well, you know, and the operation hasn't gone ahead. The, the baby's stable. Yeah. And they're stopping it because the parents have got donors available and everything to supply unvaccinated blood for their child, for their baby, because they want to have the choice to minimize any chance of harm which is fair, is it not? You would think so, wouldn't you? Uh, um, apparently, this is unprecedented or whatever, and they're trying to put um, uh, a letter together for, you know, to send a horse face, Jacinda, whatever her name is. What's her name? Uh, Ardern, yeah, the woman that wants to tax uh, cow and sheep burps, that one, yeah. <laughs> and because they, they want to know, look, why can't we have the choice of this? Because, uh, when do you stop having a, to minimalize harm? Because irrespective if there's a chance that 
blood from a vaccinated person could cause our child harm, we would like to have unvaccinated blood. So now this is a big thing because this could set a precedent out there and that's what they're worried about. Because if you get the choice of unvaccinated or vaccinated blood, you must be able to have unvaccinated and vaccinated people to keep that choice. So this is a major thing as far as I'm concerned. And people wherever, look it up, go, it's available out there. This is a, a proper little child. Yeah, it's one of twins and stable at the moment. There is lots of stuff out there. It's gaining momentum in New Zealand and from different parts of the world. People are climbing on board and it needs to be. This needs to be made a massive thing because this has a could have a massive effect on the, the human experience as it is in the future. Because if people should have the choice of decide, that means you have to have unvaccinated and vaccinated people, and you then have to have choice. This is a major thing as far as I'm concerned, especially within um, clinical law and stuff like that in itself. Um, I don't know how you, you guys can see it. I mean, all they seem, they just seem to be coming up against balls. Uh, oh, we don't understand why you're not just letting a child have this, whatever. But everything's there. But they just, no one's willing to operate. It's horrible. If you think about it, the, the state should be the ones that, yeah, of course, there's not a problem. So, yeah, this, this has to be resolved in the right direction as far as I'm concerned. I think it is, it is a, a massive stepping stone in the way of people, and I really hope it goes the right way, you know? Oh, uh, I just thought that is one of the stories that needs to be put out there and heard. I mean, Indeed. you know, so people find out what you want. Look at it up. I mean, you might be able to just put it in as in New Zealand, AB Will, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You might be able to see stuff. And I think the families and the, uh, the, the couples have got some backing. There, there are some videos out there. There's some interesting stuff. It's up to you what you think of it. But it's a, it, it is a case to, um, it's all about choice. And when you start, like I say, when, when a state and the doctors start arguing over a child's existence and what they think they should, and if they can reduce possible harm, they should reduce it as far as possible. I mean, I'm saying children, but I'm saying it should happen for everybody. But this is a case that has to be won in that favour. As far as I'm concerned, that's it. I mean, if you think about it, yeah, in the past, come up with a... Um, there must have been viruses out there. In fact, when you go to give blood... If you've gone to give blood, sometimes they've gone, have you been in certain areas in the world in the last six months? You're not allowed to give blood. I mean, like um, in Europe and in Britain, there was um, a massive outbreak of uh, foot and mouth. If you were actually vaccinated against that. You were not allowed to give blood. So what's the difference? You've got this bloody RNA, mRNA vaccine, which has been proven to have so many possible negative effects. What is so wrong with the parents are giving it? We want unvaccinated. Well, clearly, Ned, you're not seeing the bigger picture here. It's brought on by the unvaccinated. You heard the uh, the doctor from Western Australia putting it together well, in the study. The, at least the child won't suffer from stress. That's something, isn't it? <laughs> if he's unvaccinated, I suppose hey, so. Will yeah. you know? You might kill your brother if he gets vaccinated, though. Be careful, you know. But yeah, um, actually, I don't know whether the twin is a boy or a girl. I think it's two boys. Um, on that case, I just felt like I had to say the other thing is there's a UK lab report out on vaccines. Got that? Have you have you got that? I about? have not heard of that, no. No, right. Apparently, um, 
there was a toxin investigation, toxicology reports are out now that cover all three vaccines. They actually got samples of the Moderna, the Pfizer, and the AstraZeneca, and they all found carbon content and graphene content in them all. Yeah, we kind of figured that that's uh, that's for the that's for yeah the I know. But this toxicology report is out. But what the biggest problem is, and this is for the Tin Hat Brigade, make of it what you want. I'll put my tin hat for it on there as well because basically I talked about graphene. I've, I've talked about antioxidants in your in your in your body, like glutathione, and how you start to produce less of it, and how you can do this, and that kicks graphene oxide out the window. But there's graphene, uh, graphite nanoparticles. These affect your natural barriers. Um, they do. They can not do. They 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 penetrate across your. Your, your barriers, they can affect your central nervous system. They can cause internal organ damage. They can destroy your blood cells. They can trigger cancers. This graphene, yeah, can on the cumulative effect cause a lot of problems. But the biggest problem in there, and they haven't quite got it, is they don't understand why there are certain, and this is where you get the tin hat bit, they reckon there's magnetic responses and things some of this tubular carbon and graphene. So does that mean there's going to, does it have a possible response to certain frequencies? Is, can something be done in the future? la di da di da Don't know, but there you go. Chew on that lot, whatever you want to come out with. But the toxicology report's out there, and that's the bit they're investigating. All right, and that's as far as it got. And I am going to say sorry. Because I you knew it was coming. Beyond, yeah, you knew it was yeah. coming. Um, uh, yeah. Do you got any final thoughts uh, that you'd like to impart to the uh, the listener? Final thoughts. Um, look, look, people. The only one thought is: there's lots of people in the world. There's lots of outcrying. People are still moving, right? The one thing is, it's very hard to get energized. Why should I do anything? And you don't think anybody's doing anything? There's loads of people out there. Even I've I've tried to put stories across. I mean. To some respects, I didn't, to, yeah, to some respects, I have deliberately used that thing about New Zealand and that because it's a child. If you need purpose on one way or another, uh, with with all the information that we put out there, try and find something to energize yourself to either look after yourself because medically you're going to have to. You, you will because they reckon... Um, this graphene oxide stuff it is it is as much as it's transmissible as well this is the problem because there's high levels of it so whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated you've got to stay healthy look into your own health and get mobile don't do this we've got to put an end to it there's lawyers everybody crying out to end it just join have some common sense and look after yourselves take care of yourselves hope you come out the other side of this that's all I got to say. That's well said, sir. And I have something special here just for you at the end here. It's just for you, Ned. Really? Uh, yeah, there is a letter that was penned earlier this afternoon, and it was delivered uh, just a couple of hours ago. Uh, and it's a member of parliament in the UK. Uh, and it's the following. After much reflection, I have decided that I will not be standing again at the next general election. Being the local MP and serving in government have been the privilege of my life, and I am immensely grateful for the opportunity to serve. I always sought to make decisions in the national interest and in line with my values, and I could only hope that my best was sufficient. 
I will, of course, continue to support my friend, the prime minister and the people of my constituency in any way I can. Yours sincerely. As he polish his head. Sajid Javid. Oh, God. But the underlying thing is I've done things as I saw was right. You might fucking chew on them words one day, man. I tell you what. You should get free polish for the rest of your life. And he will, courtesy of Klaus Schwab and his ilk. So uh, we we are he is a young global leader. Uh, We are going to have to uh, we are going to have to go. So I want to thank you both for being here today on this extended uh, edition of our uh, (laughs) exclusive. Yeah, that's all right. You're good. Uh, We'll see you next week. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. Looking forward to it. For those of you who'd like to send us some feedback, please do so anytime by sending us an email at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. Also, do you like the podcast you're listening to? We do love having you as a listener, and we would ask you to pass this along to five friends. You know someone you're trying to wake up and get them to think on their own? We'd appreciate it very much if you'd send them our direction. Gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure. I want to thank you both for being here this evening. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.